it was also an explicit goal to do it part-time uh, to make sure that the other days that you're working, you were working either uh, on a service yourself or you're seeing other parts of the landscape to prevent uh, people just you know, uh, single-mindedly working on the framework without actually using it. Welcome to the Bold.com Tech Lab podcast. In this podcast, we share our experience with you, peeking behind the screens of IT and tech in general at Bold.com, showing you our approach to IT, e-commerce and retail platforms. Looking into the things that we are enthusiastic about that are happening here. As always, we have a bunch of ideas to share in this series. This is how we do IT. I'm hosting the show together with Peter Brouwers. My name is Peter Paul van der Beek. We have both performed in several roles in IT here at Ball.com. With that background and all the experience that came with it, we are really looking forward to share insights and learnings with you. In this episode, we talk about Excel. Excel is our internal framework for building Java-based applications. In the past episodes, we mentioned Excel a couple of times, so we thought it might be a good idea to talk about Excel in this episode. I think it's best to let our guest explain what it is, what problems it solves, and how it enables us to develop software faster and in a more standardized way. So let's quickly introduce them. Okay, so today's guests are Roy Jacobs. He's a software architect in logistics. He's been around uh, Bold.com for four and a half years. And uh, well, as he mentioned uh, in, while talking to me uh, before this uh, in, uh, podcast, yeah, he was one of the users of the previous framework. And uh, yeah, it's... Uh, which was actually Backspin, and it's really yeah, looking forward to tell more about the new uh, things that they come up with. The other one is uh, Maurice Zeye, currently a software architect for the IT platform department, and he's been around uh, Bold.com for six and a half years. So uh, welcome, great to have you here. Uh, thank you very much. Good to be here. Yeah. So first question, what is Excel, this framework we're talking about today? So like you said, Excel uh, is, a, is a Java framework. It's uh, based uh, on top of uh, Spring Boot. Mm -hmm. So uh, everybody who's working with uh, Java probably knows about uh, Spring Boot, so don't really need to in, uh, explain what it is. But, um, well, in, in essence, it makes it easy for our uh, internal teams to develop Java applications. And it does that by being really opinionated about how, well, not maybe how you should be building your application, but how you should be uh, interacting with the platform that your application is uh, running upon. Mm -hmm. So with that, I mean, for instance, uh, logging. So how do you do logging? How do you do metrics? Uh, how do you do health checking? Um, it enables you to do easily uh, configuration, so getting configuration into your application to configure it. Um, yeah, but it also helps you with with uh, with other things like setting up a Swagger UI for your REST interfaces, for mm -hmm. your, uh, and also actually providing those uh, REST APIs. Um, yeah, and it, and it, in general, it makes makes it fairly easy to to get started with with building your application without you needing to worry about all the the boilerplate that you would normally need to do to to get started. I, you mentioned that it, you mentioned some things that are really specific to our uh, landscapes, so like logging and metrics. We do it in a specific way, but for example, yeah, Swagger page. Yeah, I think 
a lot of companies do that. Why there's so they're a little of both. Why, how did you come to this? Uh, uh well certain things are simply given. You know, every company has its uh its infrastructure and, yeah. and they made their in over historic reasons, they make the choices, okay, this is how we do logging, uh, this is how we would like to have metrics. Uh, and that's where we, as an Excel team, simply you know uh, look at okay, what do we have? How do you ideally use that? Or we, and uh, we will make it easy to 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 do that if you're an Excel developer. Mm -hmm. Other things like, for instance, the Swagger interface and how you provide your REST API. Yeah, that's that's something there where we, as a team, make choices how we do that. But of course, we don't make those choices just on uh, what we like. We also listen to the users, to commu the community, and the feedback that they give. On uh, on what they encounter when when using Excel in the, in the wild, so to say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you you use one of the first words you used was opinion opinionated. In what way is it opinionated? Uh, well, we we make specific choices on mm -hmm. how to do things. Uh, I think Roy, you also uh, named it in the the, the pit of success. Yeah, you can explain that. Yeah, the goal is for teams to be productive right away. So if they start with an application and they don't really care about all of these infrastructure concerns, then it's fine. Then the defaults that are that are out of the box just work. Yeah. Um, but if you uh, want to do very specific things, so for instance, we have teams that wanted to use GraphQL in their service, then you can disable all of these uh, opinions that we have and then override them with your own. But then you're a little bit... Uh, on your own as a team as well, then you know stuff might break a little bit. We provide support for that, of course, unless you do very exotic things. Um, but the idea is that you are um, out of the box straight away productive without um, having to concern you with all of the uh, low-level details. Yes, Can so you share a bit on, uh, I hear you say, we, we pr provide <coughs> you with support. Um, yes. Can you explain uh, when did it start and who started working on this Excel platform? or Excel uh, framework? Yeah, we started, I think, uh, looking at Maurice two and a half years ago. Yeah, so uh, February 2017. Uh, and the, the goal was to replace the existing uh, framework that we had called Backspin. You mentioned it in the introduction. Um, that was also based on Spring. So um, in that sense, uh, we haven't really changed it. Uh, the only difference is that Spring by itself doesn't have any opinions. So Spring just uh, tells you, okay, there are hundreds of dependencies that you can include. Good luck. You have to configure them correctly, otherwise your application doesn't work. So then Spring Boot came along, uh, I think, 2014 or something like that. And it's basically a framework for configuring a framework. Okay. <laughs> um, except it, it already has a couple of opinions, mm -hmm. um, but it cannot have any opinions about our landscape, our infrastructure, because yeah, Spring Boot doesn't know about Bol.com. Sure. And um, but we we thought it would be a good idea to base it on top of Spring Boot, because it already out of the box has support for adding these opinions and adding automatic configuration. And the only thing that we needed to do, well, only thing, but quite a challenge. But the thing that we need to do is add the opinions for our landscape but within the framework of Spring Boot. Um, and I think we uh, worked on that for a year before we uh, reached a uh, 1.0. Well, to be honest, one and a half years. Yeah. But <laughs> to be very honest um, Yeah, I'm being too <laughs> <But> uh, optimistic. <laughs> yeah, to be clear, 
uh, we started releasing Axel uh, after we had a dot zero release. So we made it available to to teams. We actually approached a couple of teams that that wanted to uh, try it out and start using it. Uh, and then we did a every two weeks we did a new release with new features and improvements. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we did that for. To be honest, we did it too long. Uh, we did it for one and a half years before we said, okay, now it's one zero. And that's because we we uphold a really strict versioning scheme, well, semantic versioning. Uh, in which you say, as soon as something is uh, 1.0, then you can't be breaking anymore, except yes. uh, if you want to do a breaking change, <coughs> then you need to go to the next major release, so 2.0. So, uh, uh, but while being at uh, 0. Dot something, uh, we can be breaking. Sure. So that made it <laughs> fairly <laughs> easy for us as, as actual developers to, to, to break things uh, uh, so that we could improve the framework. Uh, yeah, we did that a bit too long, to be honest. Uh, well, but but still, we have currently about forty percent of our applications is running on Excel. So uh, so that's I think more than uh, about two hundred fifty applications use Excel now. Okay. So that's quite impressive. Okay, and, and you talked about the we, uh, we as a team, but is it a, a regular feature team, a scrum team, or is it a platform team, or what, what is the I setup? Organized. Yeah, Excel consists out of uh, four members plus a, oh, actually five members, uh, the product owner. Uh, the product owner is really important to make sure that, that we tech people stay a bit organized. And then we have four uh, engineers that work part-time on it. So two days a week, we work on the on the framework itself. Uh, although, to be honest, during uh, work days, we also give support, even when we're working for other projects. So these this four engineers work uh, part-time uh, on, on Excel. Yeah. That's, that's the core team, right? The, yeah, that's the core team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was also an explicit goal to do it part-time uh, to make sure that the other days that you're working, you're working either uh, on a service yourself or you're seeing other parts of the landscape to prevent uh, people just, you know, uh, single-mindedly working on the framework without actually using it themselves. Um, so we, that's one of the main goals, to make sure that it's not just developed in isolation. So that's why you also not only have the core team, but we also uh, involve the community heavily, um, which is a challenge because uh, these people are also quite busy all the time. But we, from the starting, uh, from the first release, I think, 0.1, we always included a, like a change log with every release, make sure that there are upgrade guides. So if we broke stuff, then people are, uh, they know how to uh, make changes into, into their own service to make it work again. And that's all to make sure that people don't um, stay behind or they say, ah, this is too much hassle, I'm not going to upgrade. Um, and so we also I- actively involve them to uh, send merge requests or documentation changes or uh, things like that. And it's yeah. yeah. So that that's what was mentioned in the in the um, I think it was the episode with Go that they had to do uh, some work as well on on Excel or was it maybe it was Kotlin and they added to to the to the Excel um, framework as well. Yeah, it's probably the Kotlin uh, yeah. support. Yeah. 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 Um, but yes, so uh, we've worked in uh, in Java for Excel, but we do want to support Kotlin, except it's better to have the Kotlin support come from the people that use it day to day. 
Um, so yeah, that's why we get these uh, these merge requests. So and there you see the community at work. Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, stuff to the exactly, to the and work. it's more for the smaller uh, features because if you want to do a big feature, then it can be hard to find the time. Uh, so for that, we've introduced uh, something called a fellowship, where someone can just uh, say, I'm going to work on an Excel feature for uh, one sprint, so two weeks usually. And then we have some people that can manage their product owner for them to get the time. Okay. Um, so that's uh, been um, for us quite useful. Also a little bit of uh, uh, lessons learned on our side, because we also needed to make sure that those people get a... Um, yeah, small chunk of work that can be completed within two weeks. And that has been a challenge uh, sometimes. already mentioned what some of the advantages of using uh, Excel. Um, uh, but yeah, some people still ask the question, yeah, why do we need an own framework? Why do we need this? So in your opinion, what's the reason behind it? Yeah, the yeah, why would you build your own framework? Yeah. That's, well, to be honest, to be clear, Excel is not in itself a, a framework. Uh, Excel is a set of modules uh, that on top of Spring Boot. And Spring Boot with Spring is the actual framework. Mm -hmm. So we didn't really want to reinvent uh, the wheel. Uh, that, that's not practical. Uh, so the only things that we do is we make sure that those things that are Bob.com specific, mm -hmm. uh, that we add those as modules to Spring Boot. Okay. And so that uh, people that are working with, with Excel, they can use everything that they know from Spring Boot as, as, as normal. Mm -hmm. And they get the actual specific things, so that they don't need to really care about the about the inf infrastructure integration. Even better, if they they well have issues with with how we do things. For instance, mm -hmm. they have a, a they encounter a bug, or or the use case that we had in mind doesn't really match their use case. They can completely disable those parts of Axel and re-implement it for themselves. So that that's one of the goals that we always had: is don't uh, block the the user mm -hmm. uh, in using our framework okay uh, in our framework um, yeah so uh, so so in that sense we don't didn't really build our own uh, framework but in general you still it's recommended to do your own fr framework certainly if you're a bigger company with multiple teams with, with many applications certainly if you're on a sort of microservice application yeah. of a landscape because you don't want to keep on repeating yourself. Um, and yeah, of course, libraries already help you with preventing that you repeat yourself, but also the, the whole structure around your application, uh, uh, that's what, what Spring and Spring Boot does for you. It, it's, it makes it easy to get your application started, to do dependency management, to uh, integrate reusable uh, libraries like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, that also you don't want to keep on repeating everywhere. So that's, that's where a framework is really, really useful. Okay. Yeah, and also if you have uh, a feature like distributed uh, tracing, for instance, so you want to trace your calls across the landscape, then all of these services need to participate in that. So they all need to do that in the same way. Uh, then it really helps if that's just part of your uh, uh, framework already because people get it for free. So yeah. if in that chain of services, there's one service that tr decides to do it in a different way or they, they maybe have written their own set up and don't actually do the tracing, then your tracing stops at that service. So it's also just a, a val valuable in a microservice landscape to do things in a standard way, make sure that people just get uh, the infrastructure out of the box. Cool. 
Yeah, so within Bull.com, we have uh, over 80 uh, autonomous feature teams uh, working on the, their own services uh, and, and code. Uh, in the beginning of the, the episode, you already said, okay, uh, the aim is to be productive right away. Uh, right now, 40% of the apps are running on Excel. Um, how come that it's not uh, like 100%? Because it sounds really uh, valuable for them. Right? Yeah, well, not. Not every application is built on Java to start with. Uh, okay. yeah. We also have uh, people that work with Go, with Python. Uh, we have some front-end applications that do most of their work with JavaScript. Um, and we also have legacy. So we, we st there are still a lot of applications that have Backspin where they're currently happy enough to stay with Backspin because maybe the, the service isn't evolving any, uh, much anymore. Uh, or they are too busy with implementing certain business features that they can't take the migration hit. And migrating always takes some time, even if we make it fairly easy. Still, it's, 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 it's time uh, costly. Uh, so that's why uh, we, still, we still have a lot of applications that, that don't use uh, those Excel. And that, that's fine. Um, yeah. so and how did you convince the other teams that are using it uh, in, the, in their services to, to start using it? What, uh, we, we didn't really convince them in, in the sense that we went to them and begged them to use it. Uh, it's more that we provided from the get-go a clear documentation. So everything in, in Excel, if it's not documented, we cannot release it. That's our uh, philosophy. Um, and we have extensive guides on how to start a project and how to um, add a feature, remove a feature, blah, blah, blah. So in that sense, I think it's just very easy for teams to use it. You don't need to hunt for documentation. You don't need to hunt, uh, find the right people in order to get started. You can just start it. And um, I think that's why it's popular and not necessarily because it's, um, I don't know if it's technically better than Backspin. I hope so. Um, but it's also very much uh, a community driven uh, thing. Also, for instance, if there are bugs reported by the community, those get priority for us. So people really should not be, they should never be blocked by the, the by Excel itself. And I think once people saw that other teams were using it and they were happy about it, then word of mouth uh, spread and people are uh, thinking, ah, I'm going to start my next service using Excel as well. And did we also measure uh, the the uh, the gain they, they have with by using Excel? For instance, if you start your service yourself and you, you do all the work yourself, uh, or if you compare it with start using Excel and and uh, be productive right away, do what what well, time they they save? Measuring something like that is really hard. Um, uh, so what we do is uh, what we've done in the past is do surveys and ask. Uh, well, all developers in, at Bullet.com, what they think of Excel and if they, they believe that it's helping them or not. Uh, and, and that's that's how we, we know that uh, the people are fairly happy with it. That's getting uh, value. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But getting real measurements on the difference of, of two approaches, that is, uh, no, that, that not. No. Okay, maybe one, one small sidestep. Uh, uh, we are in, uh, in the journey uh, of moving towards the cloud. Does it help um, teams as well in moving to the cloud or not? Yeah. Um, what we do with Excel is we m make sure it's compatible with our current data center and with the cloud. Uh, the cloud is still a journey, so we as an Excel team are also still learning and improving on that. Uh, but but we, we see it as our mission to make it as easy as possible to 
run Java or Excel applications within the cloud. And that's why we also take up additional um, responsibilities in, in that we will start writing migration guides. Um, we uh, uh, communicate with the teams that work on the cloud on how they can improve their tooling so that it works more easily with Java applications like Excel. Um, so, so those are things that we, we do as well as a team. So basically, the tool is also facilitating moving to the cloud there yeah. and making it again easier. And also, uh, like Excel in itself does, yeah, if you just move there, then there are more things that work out of the box. Just like uh, yeah, and it's also again zero configuration usually. So, uh, for instance, uh, in the data center, we already have support for clustering your application. So, if you have multiple nodes, they can communicate with each other. If you now deploy your application to the cloud, then uh, the same clustering is now configured to use the Kubernetes API, for instance. So without any changes to your application, it now also works in the cloud. And um, otherwise, that would have been another thing that teams would have to configure. So again, you get it for free, basically. Yeah. It is sometimes a bit of a challenge for us because now we need to uh, support multiple different uh, environments. Yeah. Uh, it makes the code base a little bit more complicated and the documentation, but it, it's uh, it's just how it is. Uh, we need to make sure that it's uh, as easy as possible for our teams, and so we, we make sure that we add that support. Yeah, but still, now you're, as a team, doing this and uh, looking a way to, um, to implement this by moving to the cloud. Otherwise, all of these feature teams would have to come up with a solution that works for them, and they would like do it like 30 times that, I guess. Exactly. Uh, but it's uh, uh, it goes like mostly it goes like this that a team they encounter something yeah. they think hey why isn't this uh, fixed within Excel then they come talk to us because we also need to learn of the cloud sure. and they show us hey uh, if we we it would be cool if we could do this and this and this like this and then we we take a look at it uh, and integrate it into Excel if it's generic enough for us to to integrate it so that it can work for all teams. Yeah, cool. and the drawback can be, of course, that it can be a little bit magic for teams as well. So if we implement something and you get it for free, but it doesn't completely do what you expect, or you don't even know what it's doing, maybe, um, that can be uh, tricky because then suddenly your application doesn't work and you don't really understand why. So that's why we also try to provide lots of support just in, the, in our uh, chat rooms and, and things like that. Yeah. It's more than it's not that you offer a black box. You also open the box for them, and, and it's visible what what's in it. Uh, yeah, the goal is of course that you don't need to open the box, but okay. sometimes you do, and then um, yeah. th that can be a bit of a. Not everyone enjoys that, so some developers really like to know what's going on. Um, so for them, we can open it, but if you're a developer who just wants to get on with things and you're not too interested in the infrastructure part, you then it. you can just ignore it and use it indeed. Okay, so far it sounds like a really great story and, uh, and successful, that kind of stuff. But for sure, we, we learn a lot of stuff as well. So what can we share uh, about learnings or uh, things we had in mind up front but came to the conclusion that it's totally different or aspects like that? Uh, well, in the, in the beginning, we tried to uh, abstract things too much. So we, uh, we tried to um, provide wrappers around uh, some internal tooling. And... Um, then you need to know the use cases up front. You kind of need to know, uh, I, I think someone's going to use a certain library or a certain uh, internal tool in this way. Um, but 
that's very hard to determine upfront. So uh, that's why currently we're more in the mode of, okay, we're just going to provide uh, auto configurations for whatever is already present in the outside world. Uh, moving to the cloud really helps because the Google Cloud already has a lot of tooling. But instead of adding a lot of tooling on top of that, we're now trying to say, okay, teams, just start using it. If we see that you're repeating yourself uh, lots of ways, then maybe we're going to add a, a layer of abstraction on top. And I think maybe in the beginning we did too much upfront already. Uh, specific examples there is that we have an internal messaging system uh, called Box. Uh, it's going to be phased out now that we're going to the cloud and use PubSub. But for Box, we made it uh, that it really integrates well with uh, with Excel and Spring Boot. But to be honest, that also makes it like uh, a huge chunk of the actual uh, source code because it, it offers so much more functionality than just um, integrating certain open source libraries uh, specific to our uh, infrastructure. Now with PubSub, some, some colleagues, they would really like to have that same support that they get for Box, but then for PubSub. But that's where we say, okay, that's, it would be really cool, but PubSub is something that comes from the, from the open source we shouldn't be building our own internal libraries to, to facilitate PubSub. That should also come from the open source world. That should come from the Spring community, for instance, uh, um, and, and not from us. And that's also to make sure that our code base stays, stays maintainable. Yeah. Yeah, stay small in a way, so you can maintain it and know what it's doing. Uh, yes. Have you also thought about uh, yeah, contributing to open source for doing this? Um, because that would also be an option. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, so for Excel itself, some people ask us, would you uh, open source Excel? Mm -hmm. And there we say no, because Excel is specifically made for our infrastructure. It doesn't really make that much sense. Yeah. But when it comes down to these these libraries like th that you wouldn't expect in Spring, mm -hmm. uh, our team doesn't really have the capability of, of, of doing that much. So okay. we do do small bug fixes yeah. to certain libraries that we get. But building a whole new interface and interacting with PubSub is something that's, that's, that's simply too big for, for persons. Doesn't mean that some other team within Bobble.com could provide that. Mm -hmm. That could go open source. And then we can include that again in Excel. That, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. So basically, we, yeah, we have too little capacity and too much focus on doing other things to yeah, make a real contribution at this point in time. That's yeah, for instance, the PubSub uh, support, there's support in Spring for uh, PubSub. Um, maybe that could be extended, uh, except that's not something we can do like as a part-time thing right now. Yeah. Um, but there are <coughs> teams that are going to be using it uh, full-time in their own service. Maybe they can contribute to it, and we're more than happy to help them uh, making it in such a way that it can be open sourced. Uh, but that has to be a community thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right yeah, yeah. Uh, again, there, there has to be a community <laughs> thing and not just a team thing as the actual right. team. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So there is another colleague with his uh, team. They made a reactive version of the PubSub uh, client. Okay. Uh, uh, and they plan to open source that because it doesn't exist yet in, in, in the open source world. Mm -hmm. And it uh, really helped them to scale better with PubSub. So that's really useful to have in the open. Um, and and if it's open source and it is stable, then we can integrate that back into Excel. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 
the, the reactive version of the PubSub client, but <laughs> for me as a non-engineer, what, what are we talking about? Yeah, okay, so, so PubSub, Google provides certain clients for that so that you can use it from your Java application, but that is uh, technically in some areas a bit limited and you can't get the message throughput through it as you would uh, than what PubSub itself actually can handle because of the architecture that, that Google chose for their Java driver. Uh, so, uh, but the Java world is moving partially to a reactive. Uh, reactive is a way of programming, um, doing things so that you can more easily scale. Uh, but Google doesn't provide that version of their driver. So uh, that team decided to make it themselves. And they can now scale way higher with, with their Java application and PubSub than they could with the standard Google uh, driver. So um, yeah, but, and, but we're also always interested in what what, were, what was your personal learning while do, while working on uh, Excel? Uh, Roy, can you go? Uh? Um, yeah, I br briefly touched upon it earlier. So um, it's really uh, lesson for me was that if you want to involve the community, you need to make sure that the community uh, gets their the right feedback as well, and you really help them. You can cannot just throw things over the wall and hope that they stick. Okay. Uh, you really need to make sure that people are involved and they are kept uh, involved. So uh, not just doing the initial release or the initial publication or having the initial meeting, but really do it every couple of months. Make sure that people are involved. Chase them if you if they have questions. But they uh, that can happen. For instance, someone asks a question, but they give up, and then you see. Uh, you don't hear it from them an anymore. Yeah. So then the goal is, okay, I'm not just going to assume that the problem is solved. I'm going to chase that person and ask, hey, did you really solve the problem or did you just uh, work around it? Because that might be something that we need to fix. Yeah. And that's really, uh, I think, uh, what we needed to learn for Axel uh, because that, that, that was new for us as well. Uh, but I think it paid off. Okay. Yeah. And for you, Maurice? Well, for me, uh, before I started Axel together with Roy, uh, we uh, I also worked on Backspin uh, partially and some other libraries that, that we did, uh, we have within Bulbus.com. Uh, but there we never did the, the project hygiene factor correctly. And with okay. that, I mean, if you're going to do an open source-like project within your company, then you need to also treat it as an open source project. And that means that you need to provide really good documentation you need to have things like change log in order. You need to be really mindful about breaking uh, your application when, yep. when, when needed. Uh, your communication needs to be up a par. You need to do your versioning. Uh, you all need to describe that very well. So all these processes uh, around your project. So it's not alone only about programming, building code, making cool things. All the other things around it are really important to make it a success. That also includes you know, for instance, getting a product uh, owner to help you with organizing your team uh, or getting a sponsor uh, from, uh, from management to sponsor your project so that you, you can get the time from, for instance, other teams so that they can do their uh, contribution. contribution. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's about uh, the, the personal learnings. Um, let's go to the closing, Ryan. To, to summarize for you, your, the last two and a half years you were on this, this Excel uh, project or community, uh, you're in the core team. Can you share your most important takeaway with us, Roy? Uh, I think I just did. So uh, involve the community, make sure that you're building something that people 
it, the, the framework is not really what we're trying to build. What we're trying to build is a way for people to uh, deploy and make services, and the framework is just a means to an end. Yeah, but uh, if you're doing a framework, uh, uh, frameworks can be really useful for, for you as a company. Um, so make time to, to do those kind of things. Make team. If, you're, if your company is big enough that you, that, you, that you start seeing, you know, code duplication, people getting annoyed because they have to uh, do a lot of boilerplate, invest in, in, a, in a framework or a layer on top of an existing framework so that that becomes easier for you because it's going to save you time and money in the end as a company. I think we probably saved hundreds of hours of, of, uh, of developers uh, developer time at the company just because they didn't have to do all those, those things. Yeah, thanks. Well, I think, um, yeah, uh, thank you, Roy and Maurice, for sharing your, uh, your stories with us. For, for me personally, uh, it gives really great insights in, in why we have this, uh, this uh, Excel, and I cannot call it framework anymore because <laughs> just learned from, from you guys. Uh, gives insight in, in how we speed up things, uh, uh, how we save uh, 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 developer time, um, and that kind of stuff. Um, thank you again. It was great uh, to hear about uh, your stories and experience, and I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. So uh, I hope we can invite you uh, once again uh, back in, uh, in our podcast. Please do. Yeah, and uh, thank you for having us. Welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you like this episode, check some of the others subscribe to our feed. Go to Spotify or iTunes, search for Tech Lab and subscribe. Hope to meet you in one of our next episodes. Have fun.